Hey guys, it's Lee. I know some of you are probably looking at your phone going, wait a minute, didn't we just get a new episode yesterday? I don't expect another episode for a couple of weeks. Well, we're going to call this one, and I'll put it in air quotes, a bonus episode. And uh, those air quotes contain quite a bit of sarcasm in them as well, and I'll explain. You know, we call the show We Have Cancer because we are all in this together. Every one of us is touched by cancer in some way, and I'm no exception. And this is the first episode that I'm doing where it's just me. And we're not doing any intro, and we're not going to talk about uh, the upcoming Get Your Rear and Gear events. If you need that information, check out yesterday's episode. But this one's just me. I had two lung surgeries last year for uh, MET in each lung, a metastasis in each lung that my team and I have been watching and treating for the last, oh, I don't know, four or five years now. And we ultimately made the decision to uh, do the surgeries to take, uh, take them out of each lung. So I had the first surgery in July and the second surgery in, de- in November. And when I went for my follow-up, post-surgical follow-up in December, my amazing thoracic surgeon, Dr. Larry Robinson at the Moffitt Cancer Center in Tampa, looked at me and my son, who was with me for the appointment, and said, well, looks like you'll be sending Dad Father's Day cards for many years to come, which was great news. And I interpreted that to mean that I was finished that uh, we'd be going back now to just watching, just monitoring. And when it came time for my next full CT blood work uh, check, uh, which took place last week on Monday, and Linda, my wife, and I were convinced that we'd be celebrating the results, that we would finally finally hear those three letters that we haven't heard in so long. N-E-D. No evidence of disease. And I had this little scenario played out in my head that my oncologist was going to walk into the room where I was waiting and give me a high five. And it wasn't meant to be. He sat down and he said, well, there's multiple tumors in your liver. My liver? Are you effing kidding me? We haven't mentioned my liver in six years. Six years. That's when I had my liver resection and my first and and only chemo treatment, 2013. We hadn't been talking about my liver in six years. And now, as you're listening to this, I'm back on chemo. And we're shocked. We're devastated. We're angry. We thought we were done. We thought this was going to be a time of celebration. And, you know, if he had walked in the room and said, you know, I hate to break it to you, but we didn't quite get all of that one tumor in your lung. Yeah, I'd have been disappointed, but I don't know that I would have been in in as much of shock as I am now. 
because we were just working on the lungs and that what was it what was it top of mind not my liver so full fury and avastin that's where we're at and um you know we didn't see this coming it's a surprise it's a surprise and I think back to when I started my professional career and an interview I went on and I was in my early 20s and uh, my future boss who was interviewing me and he was talking about his expectations. He said, no surprises. Surprises are for birthdays, but I don't want any surprises. And I've been big on surprises. I love surprising my beautiful wife, Linda, with gifts. And I purposely do crazy things. Like if it's a small size gift, I put it in a big box so she'll think it's something else. And I get so much joy from those kinds of surprises. But not this one. And my heart breaks for her, for my kids, my parents, and my family that we just can't catch a break. We weren't able to take a full week vacation last year, and we already have one planned, which we're still taking. I already worked it out with my oncologist. We're still taking that vacation last week of March. Come heck or high water, we're taking it. But this was going to be our year of not worrying about cancer, and it wasn't meant to be. And I feel like I can't trust what my medical team says. Now, I want to, it's very important that I elaborate on that. I'm not saying I don't trust my medical team. They've been amazing. But each time someone tells us, hey, you should be good to go after this, it turns out not to be true. I was first diagnosed on March 21st, 2011. So pretty soon we're coming up on eight years. And the fact that I'm here eight years later, you know, I, I can't put into words because as you all know, too many of us and too many of my friends didn't make it that long. So I am incredibly thankful and appreciative of that. Don't get me wrong. But when I was first diagnosed, it was stage two. Hey, get through the surgery. We don't even think you need chemo. Get through the surgery. You should be good to go. A year and a half later, when the cancer first appeared on my liver, and we found out the week after our honeymoon that my cancer had come back. And Linda and I flew up to Sloan Kettering for a consultation with the team up there. And the liver surgeon and the oncologist there said, hey, you're young, you're healthy, get through this surgery, get through the six month of full Fox chemotherapy, and you should be good to go. And then the lung metastasis came. And the radiology oncologist, and then later on the lung surgeries, surgeon, excuse me, said, hey, get through this you should be good to go. And I don't know if I want to hear those words again because I just don't know that I can believe them. Now the good news is 
and there is good news. And these, this is the kind of news that I'm focused on, is the medical team at the Moffitt Cancer Center said this latest setback is very treatable. And I'm really good with very treatable. And I likely down the road will be a surgical candidate. And that is also good news because I know so many people that aren't surgical candidates and are hoping, hoping and praying that the chemo and the chemo alone will eradicate their cancer. So when I do take a step back and think about where we are right now, I have a lot to be thankful for, but I just wasn't ready. I wasn't ready to get back on chemo. And it was the suddenness of this too. You know, if any of you have been through surgery, you know, most of the time there's some lead time there. Hey, your surgery's coming up in three weeks, four weeks. For me, it was four or six weeks. And you start wrapping your head around it and thinking about all the things you need to do. But here I was sitting, talking to my oncologist last Wednesday. And it was like, all right, you're going to get your port put in day after tomorrow and you're going to start chemo a week from today. And it was like, what? Like I didn't even have a chance to just absorb all this. So I'm sitting here talking to you. I'm actually recording this uh, on Sunday, uh, the 24th of February. You're getting this uh, on Wednesday. And uh, I had my port put in day before yesterday on Friday. And I never thought, that my port was going to be put back in. We took it out, you know, about six, eight months after my chemo back in 2013. Um, one of the things that I had was, uh, those of you who are familiar with colorectal cancer, know Folfox and know about chemo pumps. And they give you like this little bag to Hana. It looks like a little baby bottle with the uh, chemo inside that continually feeds your system for about 46 hours. And I had, rather than going with that pouch that they give you, I went and bought a fanny pack. And I was cleaning out my closet not too long ago and tossed that one in the trash. I think I put it in the Goodwill bag. I said, well, I won't be needing this anymore. And there I was this morning on Amazon doing what? Ordering a new fanny pack for my chemo pump that I'm going to be needing this week. And it's just all so surreal. And, you know, I appreciate you, all of you that have been part of the We Have Cancer community. And many of you have reached out with notes and messages, and they're so appreciated. And um, a few more would be okay. You know, the tagline of this show is providing information, inspiration, and hope. And that's what... I've tried to do these last four years. Oh, by the way, today, February 24th, is the four-year anniversary of the very first episode of what was originally called the Colon Cancer Podcast. So how ironic is it on our four-year birthday of this podcast that I'm sharing all of this with you now? But for four years, I've been interviewing just incredible people and sharing their stories to provide our community with inspiration and hope. And you know what? Right now, my wife Linda and I, we're the ones. We're the ones that need some inspiration and hope right now. So, 
I appreciate you allowing me in your ears to share this with you. And um, if you would like to reach out, uh, you can find me on Facebook, real easy to find, uh, either by my name or under the We Have Cancer group. Uh, Instagram and Twitter, also at We Have Cancer Pod, is where you'll find me on Instagram and Twitter, or Lee at WeHaveCancerShow.com is my email. And if you wanted to just drop us a note, I'd appreciate it to let you know that, let us know that, um, you know, the shoe's on the other foot this time. And, uh, you know, we'll take all the good wishes and prayers that we can get, even though we know eventually, once again, it's all going to be okay. Thanks for listening. Be well, everyone.